Welcome to In-Depth, a Kingdom Life Church podcast where we can sit down over a cup of coffee and talk to the people we love about the things that intrigue us. Now settle in as we go In-Depth. Okay, we are back with our second half of our interview with former Kingdom Lifer Ashley Nirmalnath. Although, as we talked about in that first uh, section, once you're part of Kingdom Life, you're always part of Kingdom Life. So we are glad that she uh, was with us for a while and is now on another chapter of her life. But uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy the second half of our conversation with Ashley. Crazy enough. So... (laughs) Um, yeah, so anyways, we wrap up conversation, you know, we were like, thank you so much for letting us come in and da da da. And he's like, will you come back tomorrow? And yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, we had mentioned like, yeah, we're with like a team of like, I think there was like six or seven of us. And, and I was like, would that be okay if they came? And he was like, yes, like, please bring them. And I was like, okay, like, we'll bring the whole team All right. to your temple. <laughs> and He's like, all right, like come in the morning and we'll have breakfast. And so I was like, all right, we'll be here. And so we, you know, we went back to our team. We told them the story. And we're like, all right, we're gonna be there tomorrow first thing. We're gonna have breakfast with him and we're just gonna hang out with him. Let's see what the Lord does. So, you know, it was just very organic. We had no plan, had no idea what this is gonna look like. And so um, we go back the next morning, the whole team, and we're all sitting around his table, like again like eating breakfast having tea and we had the team just kind of have a chance to ask him questions and you know we're just digging deeper into his story Mm. um yeah and just really learning more about the culture and what they believe and um which i didn't know this before but buddhists don't believe in god um like they believe buddha was this great teacher but their whole concept of praying like isn't a thing because they don't actually pray, they chant. Hmm. They chant um, these phrases to help meditate their minds on certain topics or certain themes in order for them to get to like this higher place. Um, but they don't really have this language of like a praying to someone or communicate. They don't really even believe they're necessarily communicating with Buddha, but like they're practicing his teachings. Interesting. Um, so yeah, that was a very interesting thing for me to learn. Cause I, I just had no idea. I really thought they had some type of belief in that. Um, yeah, it, it so, uh, well, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so as our time was wrapping up, he, uh, he asked us, he's like, can I chant a blessing over you? Um, like as a team. And in my head, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, I don't know about this. <laughs> yeah, like, I remember I like, you telling us about this. this? Like, yeah. yeah, like I was even a little like taken back. I'm like, ooh, is this okay? Um, mm-hmm. Just because, you know, discernment of like, okay, like I don't want to be attached to things that maybe I shouldn't invite into right, my life. Right. Um, but honestly, after hearing him talk about, I guess, just more of these chants and not necessarily like praying to something else. I, I didn't necessarily feel like there was a darkness. I, I was still questioning because I was just like, oh, I don't know if this is okay. Because I think mm-hmm. like the religion part of me was saying like, no, this is not okay. Like this is like crossing a boundary. Mm. But 
honestly, I had peace about it. And honestly, my teammates had peace about it. Like, I was trying to gauge how is everyone else feeling? Like, are they feeling uncomfortable by this? Like, are they feeling something I'm not feeling? Um, But I kind of, like, was looking around. I'm like, are are you guys okay with this? And, you know, we're all kind of, like, asking each other this from across the room. And everyone was like, yeah, like, we want to do this. And honestly, I feel like they were more, like, ready to say yes to it than I was. I think yeah. uh, I think that's a beautiful picture of honor, right? Yeah, and so in that was. in that moment, um, yeah, I mean, like he's not okay. Clearly, he's not praying to the same God that we do. Totally. Uh, but like you're you were in his space, you were in exactly. his you were in his home essentially. Exactly. And so it spoke more. You know, I mean, uh, um, I'm thinking that you honoring him in that way spoke. Yes more of the gospel than any mm-hmm. kind of like five point sermon could have ever done exactly. it uh, because it was saturated yeah. in love. And we, you know, and you're saying, you know what we, 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 cause honor to me says, okay, I value what you bring into this relationship exactly. enough that I'm going to set aside the things that, you know, and again, barring, I love that you're talking about having peace. Um, and mm-hmm. you know, that's a big yeah. part of it is following the peace and listening to the checks of the spirit. But, um, totally. yeah, like just having so much honor, for him in that moment uh, that's so yeah. that's very cool yeah and yeah that's exactly what it was we just yeah we wanted him to feel heard and respected and and so yeah as a team we were like yeah we would we would love for you to chant a blessing over us in you know in his way of in essentially praying a blessing over us so um so yeah we let him do it we sound a circle he chanted his blessing over us he dipped his flower in water and <laughs> like you know did his thing is it a lotus and, <laughs> so um was it, was it a lotus yeah, flower i believe it was yeah. actually okay yeah, yes that's, that's... wow i wouldn't have remembered that until you said that <laughs> i think it was um yeah so he did his thing and you know, all of us, without even talking about it, we're all praying to Jesus in that moment, though. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, we dialogued about it after. But, yeah, even just me, like, just under my breath, just like, Lord, like, this is your place. Like, this is your moment. Like, I want you to feel honored in this moment. Like, just kind of, like, have your way <laughs> kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we're literally just sitting in a circle in front of this huge, like, Buddha statue in front of this Buddhist monk and, like, talking to Jesus as he's chanting a blessing over us. Wow. And which I feel like, you know, the church back at home or maybe the traditional church back at home would have been like, don't, why are you doing this? You, you know, like yeah. it goes against every, yeah, you can't do that. Um, but yeah, we had the peace. So anyway, so he did that. And uh, we, I remember we all stood up and my heart was beating fast. And I was just like, I just, so I just felt like something else needed to happen before we left. And mm. I'm like, well, like, what are you wanting to do here? <laughs> and I didn't know how to transition it respectfully of making him still feel honored, but also like really honoring the Lord in that moment. And just really quick, I felt like Lord is like, ask if you can pray for him. Mm. And I was so nervous. I, I don't even know why I was nervous, but I was so nervous. <laughs> And I think it was because I'm like, this guy is like so high up <laughs> in the Buddhist realm and the monk realm. Well, and culturally like, too, right? You're yes, a, you're a exactly. woman uh, who yes. you know who is who is asking permission exactly. to do this. But and so that's where the story actually even gets better is the yeah. fact that you're a woman. And I tell you what, yes. before you finish 
Tell, well, tell us tell us that you um, if you prayed for him or not, and then we're going to take another really short break. Yes. Uh, there's a new segment we're going to uh, do here where I'm going to tell the listeners about uh, the most recent book that I read and um, just tell them how it's impacted me. But go ahead and finish totally. this little part of the story, and then we'll come back yeah. and we can finish it with what happened next. Absolutely, yes. So he did say yes, shockingly. I was expecting him to say no, actually. Hmm. So I'm like, can we? I was like, the way I worded it, <laughs> the Holy Spirit – but I was like, um, I was like, you took your time to honor and bless us, and we are so grateful that you did that. Would it be okay if we prayed for you in the way that we honor people and got a chance to just return that blessing back to you? That's so can good. I pray for you? So much wisdom. And, 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 <laughs> uh, it was the Lord. I did not have that prepared. But and he said yes, and he was so excited about it, and whipped out his smartphone and video recorded it. Oh my god! Um, my prayer over him, and yeah, <laughs> it it was wild. And essentially, I it was a simple prayer, but I just prayed that he would find the truth that he has been looking for his whole life. Wow! Um, and that the things that he is seeking and that his heart is needing that would be truly met. And yeah, that he would truly encounter this love that we know. And yeah, it, it was simple, but I just said, um, I just blessed him and I, and I thanked him for his time and just the way he's treated us. And, and yeah, I just pray that he would find the truth that he would be seeking for his That's whole so life. Beautiful. And, and I ended it in Jesus name. Yeah. <laughs> so good yeah so that was wild (laughs) all right so we're gonna pause that story because there's more to the story if i remember correctly okay and you guys like if you have socks on you won't (laughs) after she finishes the story i'm sorry that was such a dad joke but um we're gonna take a break with ashley real quick and uh i'm gonna tell you about uh the most recent book that I uh, have picked up and read. It's called The Jesus Fast by Lou Engel. And uh, I tell you what, Lou is um, an amazing man who uh, has a call on his life to bring uh, the nation of, um, well, America uh, to our knees in in prayer and in fasting and seeking the heart of the Lord. and I tell you what, this uh, the the book not only had a lot of really great practicals on fasting, but it had um, such a great bib- uh, root biblical roots in the importance of fasting, and then what happens on the other side of the fast. And the other thing, my other big takeaway from this book was that um, Lou, at, at no point in time does he ever make light of any fast, and he honors all of them. Uh, but he says there is something uh, special. There is something that is reserved. Uh, in the kingdom, in the spiritual realm, for those who will su- uh, share in Christ's suffering, uh, in in doing a forty-day fast, and in uh, encountering what the Lord encountered in the wilderness for forty days, and I think that um, another just great takeaway from this is that um, he points out, and there's so many great things in this, and um, but he points out that. Uh, it, that even Jesus, uh, going into his 40 day fast, did it from a place of identity and not mm-hmm. to earn a place of identity. Um, yeah. because you know, it was when he came up out of the water that the voice from heaven says, this is my son who I'm, I'm well pleased. And it was from that mm-hmm. place of identity that then he departed into the wilderness and fasted for 40 days. Mm-hmm. And so, um, <clears throat> I would, uh, uh, encourage you to read it, um, 
I, for me, I felt like, okay, if I finish this book and I don't respond with a 40 day fast, um, then I'm being disobedient. Now I'm not saying that's what the Lord will have for everybody in this. And by 40 day fast, let me, let me clarify. This is a water only fast. So you're not eating food for 40 days. Um, you're drinking water. Uh, and he's very, um, he, he gives some really great practicals in there about, Hey, check with your doctor first. Like if you're pregnant or nursing, don't fast. I mean, so it's not like, um, there's, uh, no wisdom that it is, it is, it is full of wisdom about how to fast and fast, um, effectively. And it's, and it's full of grace too. And, uh, as I have been feeling the Lord pull, call me more into a life of fasting. Um, that's one thing that I've realized about fasting is that it, it's covered in grace and it's not an, an obligatory thing. And the Lord's not angry. If you, uh, uh, mess up, slip up, grab a potato chip or something like he just wants, he wants so badly for uh, his children to be uh, connected with him. And this is just one of the ways that he does it. So uh, that's the Jesus Fast by Lou Engle. Uh, if you are interested in um, picking that up, then I would, uh, or if you're interested in learning more about fasting, I would strongly recommend this one. But again, for me, I don't, I don't want to put this on anybody else who's reading it. But for me, I would say... Um, I'm, I couldn't have finished it if, if I didn't know that I was going to be saying yes to a 40 day fast. And so for me, that's probably coming next summer. So if you're thinking about it, maybe, you know, maybe you want to jump, uh, jump in and do a 40 day fast with me next summer. Uh, Ashley, what do you think? You, you're going to do a 40 day fast with me next summer. Wow. I, that is a wild thing, but honestly, I think that's amazing. I think when you like, when you hear that at first, you're like 40 days without food, like, can I actually survive? <laughs> But it's true, like we can, the Lord did it, and he can give us strength to do that. So I'm going to have to pray about this, but yeah, that for was sure. amazing. Somebody asked me about um, fasting just like once a day uh, or once yeah. a week, w- once a week for something that's coming up, an event that I'm overseeing. And he's like, hey, would you want to fast once a week with me in preparation for this? And and when he asked me f- uh, through text, I was busy. Uh, so my mm-hmm. response was, well, let me pray about it. And then he texted me a few days later. He's like, hey, have you prayed about the fast? And I'm like, okay, no, I don't really need to pray. The word has already given me my marching orders on this <laughs> one. It's pretty clear. So um, yeah. so anyway, that's, uh, yeah, the Jesus Fast by Lou Engle. Pick it up if you're interested. And uh, awesome. if you've got any other questions about the book, let me know. All right, so we're back with Ashley Nermanath. And uh, she's got the rest of her story uh, about the Buddhist monk. Um, okay, finish the story, and then I, yes. this this took longer than what I anticipated. So <laughs> if you if you want to share another story from your time, you're more than welcome to. Although I won't I won't make you do that if you yeah, don't want. Totally. Oh no, this is great. Honestly, it's so exciting for me to like share these things because, real quick, like when I came back from this huge trip of experiencing and feeling and learning so many things, I'm like, what do I do with all of? Wow. This? Yeah. You know, like. And how do I take all of these things that have impacted me home with me? Like, what what do I do with this, Lord? You know, because not everyone does get to experience all of these things. And I am very humbled that I got to do all of this and experience all of this and just different worldly perspectives. And and anyway, so one thing that the Lord gave me was like, you need to keep sharing the stories. Mm. And like, that is what's going to let this impact, like, keep going. 
um, oh, for yeah. other people, not just even for myself. And so it's an honor to share these stories. Well, I, thanks. I yeah. Thanks for being <laughs> with us. And, and we love, uh, I mean, if, again, if nobody else listens to this, I have enjoyed <laughs> hearing this story again. Um, okay. So mm-hmm. you blessed him. You prayed that he yeah. would find the truth that his heart's been looking for. Uh, yeah. and then what happens? Yeah. So, um, yeah, we ended on Jesus name, claimed it. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, so he had that recorded on his phone. And so anyways, the next day was going to be our last day in town. And we had given him the heads up and we're like, we'll stop by and like say goodbye to you. Um, and he was like, yeah, like make sure you stop by, like I'll be waiting for you. And uh, I think he was just so excited to spend time with people because, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, he had just come from Sri Lanka trying to establish roots there and start this temple. So he was eager to spend time with people. So um, so it's the next day and we ended up doing stuff throughout the morning and day. So we didn't get there till the evening and we had actually kind of timed it strategically. We knew he had um, like a temple gathering where like the local people could come and do the chants together um that evening at like i don't know i think it was like eight or something and so we were like okay we'll strategically go at seven and we'll just stay there for an hour and leave before because we had to pack and you know all that kind of stuff so um yeah we get there later in the evening and he like jumps to his feet as soon as we like enter and he's like i've been waiting for you guys all day (laughs) like um it's so excited to service tea and like you know it's like i i was worried you guys weren't gonna come and he was just like, I, I'm just so happy when you guys are here. Like, it's so nice having you guys around and it's just different. And, um, you know, just basically he was describing joy, but didn't know wow. he was describing it, <laughs> wow. like, you know, just like, you guys are just so nice. And like, I just, yeah, was just raving. And we were like, Oh, like, well, thank you. <laughs> it's good to see you too. And, um, but yeah. And so we're just, you know, having conversation and we're just thanking him again for the time that we've been able to share with him. We've been encouraged to get to know him and our time is kind of wrapping up. And he was like, um, you know, we're, we're actually having like our gathering, like our chanting service in a few minutes. Would you like to stay for it? And again, for me, I was like, oh, I don't know about this one. Like, okay, you know, like him praying or like chanting the blessing over us. Like, okay, that was fine. But like for like everyone to come in yeah. and to chant their things, <laughs> I was like, oh gosh, I don't know about this one. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I don't know. I think we got to get going. And then he was like, oh, okay. And so he had actually left the room for something. I don't remember what. And then. I turned to my two friends. It was just the three of us that time. And, and I was like, I don't know guys, like, what do you feel about it? Like, do you think we're supposed to stay? And they're like, yeah, I think we should. And I was like, Oh, I was like, okay. (laughs) I was like, well, if you guys have peace about it, I was like, I was kind of questioning it, but if you have peace with it, then okay. Like let's stay. That's great. And so I trusted their discernment on it. And so, um, he comes back in the room and, you know, we were like, you know, like actually we would love to stay. Like, is that still okay? And he's like, yes, like, please do. And so we're there and the people come. So it's a probably about like, I'd say 20, 25 people. So a, a good amount of people show up and um, they all like sit in their lines kind of across the room and they, you know, hand out these chants with um, all the words on it. And 
It was so interesting because the man that we had been interacting with this whole time was so smiley and engaged and really he seemed to be like exuding with joy Mm. and as soon as he took that mic to start the service he became a different person like just so monotone like even his voice just completely changed like there was no life there at all and and it is interesting because not to get into all of the details but a part of the buddhist belief is like you know attaching from all desire um and so it was so interesting to just see that flip as soon as he was leading this chanting service um, to really see no life in him at all. And I was like, whoa, like, this is not who you are. And yet, you know, this is how he actually operates on a normal basis <laughs> and what he leads people in. And um, so, you know, they're going through this whole chanting service and he's completely leading the whole thing. And me and my friends are sitting there just praying to Jesus the entire time. Yeah. And, you know, under our breath, but we're, we're in the middle of them praying <laughs> to Jesus. And, um, and yeah, I just kept repeating. I'm like, Lord, this is your place. This is your territory. Like, I just claim this place in Jesus' name. Like, these so are your good. children. I love that. Like, you know, they are seeking other things. So they don't actually know what they're really seeking and desiring in their heart. But similar prayer, like, you know, help them find what they're truly seeking in their heart yeah. and would that be you. And just honestly, it was that prayer just repeated over and over for an hour because <laughs> wow. I didn't know what else to break. Um, and so the service is wrapping up and at the end of it, he in the microphone was like, before we end this service, I just want to introduce my American friends to you all. And <laughs> he kind of gave them, <laughs> yeah. And I had no idea he was going to do this. And he kind of gave them the short version of how we met and it was raining and we stumbled upon, you know, the temple and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And, and then he, he does yes, the and unthinkable. He says, <laughs> he says, and now I would like to invite Sister Ashley to pray a blessing over us. Come to end on. Ceremony. That's it. I was in shock. I was like, did he just say what I think he said? (laughs) Like, Sister Ashley. And I was like, what? And so I go up to the front and, like, take his microphone. And I got to pray over these 20-some Buddhist believers and just pray the same prayer that I prayed for him. I was, like, I was so shocked. Um, Jesus is worthy. (laughs) It probably was not an eloquent prayer at all because I just couldn't believe what was happening. Oh, but, my goodness. <laughs> but I said it in the microphone. I just prayed, yeah, that these people would find the truth that they're looking for and the love that they are looking for and encounter wow. this God who wants to love them. And I said in Jesus' name at the end. Come so on. This Buddhist ceremony, chanting service ended in jesus name name, and it was crazy here's the (laughs) thing what what happened in that room you know what was happening in the spirit realm um is not (laughs) is not undoable you know i mean because the kingdom the kingdom expands forever we go from glory to glory and it says um of the of his government and of peace there will be no end and, and in those moments when you're standing there in that Buddhist temple and you're praying and you're blessing these people in the name of Jesus, you are expanding the kingdom of God. And uh, it's just, you know, it's ground that, that can't be taken back. 
And so uh, that is just super, super cool. Okay, but it's still... So (laughs) the story of the monk, okay, we're still not done with the monk. The monk shows up again. So if if all of that wasn't cool enough, just wait because there's more. So uh, carry on because I don't – there was another story that took you to this part, right? Okay. Yeah. So so actually the month prior, I was in in Thailand. And long story short – we would go to this um, basically like this night market and there would be all of these artists who would have their paintings out for sale and we would go just love on them, hang out with them, pray with them. And one evening I was walking and I walked by this painting and it was this painting of this Buddhist monk and his, his typical like traditional orange robe was on the floor um kind of like crumpled up behind him and I've, he was walking away from his orange attire i've got it here in front of me <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the painting yes yeah i sent you a screenshot of it yes. yeah so yeah it's it's a monk walking away wearing all white with his orange robe behind him yeah. on the floor and I saw that and i was like oh wow like this is a prophetic painting oh, and man. And I went up to the artist, like, he doesn't really speak English, but I'm like, what does this painting mean? Like, why did you paint this? Well, here <laughs> and, it is, ladies and gentlemen. Here it is. <laughs> and he was like, what? Like, I think he was confused when I was asking, like, no, like, why did you paint this? <laughs> and he was like, he didn't want to be a monk anymore. He didn't want to be a monk anymore. <laughs> and I was like, what? And so <laughs> I'm like, this is profound. And so this is the month prior to Malaysia. And so I took a picture of it because it was a large painting. I wish I would have bought it, but I didn't. Even though I wish crazy. you would have too. Because... I know. I'm like so <laughs> regretting it. I'm I'm just going to have to paint it myself, but I should have bought it. <sighs> Regrets. But <laughs> so I took a picture of it. I asked his permission and he said yes. Because I'm like, I, in my heart, I remember seeing that and I'm like, we're going to meet this person. Like, I don't know who this is. Yeah. I don't I have no idea, but in my heart, I'm like, I know I'm going to meet this person. Okay. Like, guys, let me put this in be. perspective. You are talking, <laughs> we are talking to a young lady who up until <laughs> four years before seeing this painting of, a of a monk who didn't want to be a monk anymore, had no grid for the Holy spirit or for gifts of the spirit. Okay. She, she had the father, the son and the Holy Bible. She, she overhears a guy talking when she's trying to do homework. She goes to a church (laughs) where she experiences the love of a father in a way that she never has before. And, and let me tell you, that was, I mean, I had the opportunity to minister with Ashley and to, and to be a part of her life. And it was a radical, it was a radical shit. I mean, it, it was amazing. So, Okay, now fast forward, we fast forward, you know, three years, four years from that time. And here she is in Thailand looking at a painting and the (laughs) Lord and she knows we're going to meet that person. When I look at this painting, I'm like, that man is the is the monk you met. Yeah, there's like just no doubt in my spirit that he didn't (laughs) want to be a monk anymore. And and so, guys, I just I think that it's so important for the listeners to understand, like, Here's Ashley, and she she's just captivated because the Spirit of the Lord highlights this art, <clears throat> and mm-hmm. it prepares her heart, 
in a way that she didn't even know yeah. for the event that was about that was to come a month later when she gets stuck <laughs> in the rain and gets invited into this Buddhist right. temple in, in dark in a strange country and meets yeah. the guy who doesn't want to be a monk anymore. Now, he doesn't know it yet. No. He doesn't know no, that he doesn't it. want to be a monk anymore yet. Yeah. But I'm confident yeah, that somehow – and I'm just like – I mean, I know that someday when we get to heaven, we will, we will know all, you know, we'll know, we'll know fully. Right. But it's one yeah. of my prayers. Now this isn't even part of my story guys, but <laughs> Ashley's my friend. So I can kind of yeah. claim just a little bit of it. Um, totally. like I want so badly to know before I get to heaven that this guy mm-hmm. has decided that he mm-hmm. doesn't want to be a monk anymore. And then he's That's preaching so the gospel. Okay. Uh- that is so good. I do want to add one more thing to that because the last part of the story, I know it shouldn't get any crazier, but so, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this happens Thailand, Malaysia. So I was actually supposed to finish my world race. My last month was supposed to be China, hmm. but because of crazy visa stuff and them finding out where this huge Christian organization, they deny our visas. They are not going to let us into the country. So my route changes and we decide to go to Sri Lanka and this was like just decided, I think like two months before getting to Malaysia. Um, but yeah, so we are planning on ending in Sri Lanka and there hasn't been any world race teams yet that had been there. And there may have been one team that was spent like a week there, but we were supposed to be like the original team to go and pretty much just pioneer what kind of ministry can future teams do in Sri Lanka. So it'll be another ATL month. And so, you know, then we meet this monk who's like, yeah, I'm from Malaysia. And, you know, all of this craziness happens. And then we ask him, we're like, when are you planning on going back to Sri Lanka? And he's like, I'm not sure the dates yet, but, you know, we can keep in touch. So fast forward to my month 11, my last month, we're in Sri Lanka and we contact him. And he's like, I will be there in one week. And so... (laughs) Um, the team that I was with that month, unfortunately, I wasn't able to go with them because I was with another team, but they were able to go see him again in Sri Lanka, his head place where he's from and attend this huge event where all of these monks are and get to serve alongside of these monks, actually. So his, his affiliation, they actually do a lot of, um, like volunteer and service work in hospitals and the community. And so he invited us to come do work with them. So my team got to meet up with him come in Sri Lanka and do hospital ministry where they just go visit <laughs> children and like do treats with them. But he told my team, he's like, yeah, if you guys want to pray over the children in the hospital, please pray for them. So here my team is traveling around with Crazy. these monks for like a few days and visiting kids in hospitals in praying in Jesus' name for healing over these kids in this hospital right alongside of these Buddhist monks. Given the blessing and of a Buddhist monk to pray in Jesus' name over these <laughs> Permission from the top guy. And to here, let me happen. and let me propose this to you that had <laughs> had had his encounter not been what it was with you. Right. In 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 your humility and in your honor and seeing him as a person before seeing him as somebody on the other side of the proverbial aisle, like mm. those doors would not have been opened later mm. in Sri Lanka. Now I don't know that for a fact. I'm just I'm just I'm just pontificating. But like I mean I believe it too. <laughs> 
you know, so like we just don't know. We don't know. And that's what that's why the risk is always worth it, because and and I love this. Okay, uh, this is a Heidi Baker quote I just came across (laughs) that there's actually no risk when you're doing what Jesus asks you to do. Mm, Oh, that is so good. I needed to hear that. (laughs) There is no risk. When Jesus at when you're doing what Jesus has asked you to do, and wow, that's and so good. you know what it is, it is so powerful. And I look back on my life and I think I've made some decisions that seemed completely mm-hmm. stupid. That didn't. I, I'm kind of in the middle of one right now that I know does not seem logical, mm-hmm. but it, I know without a doubt that it is what the Lord is saying. And yeah. it's like, okay, well, you know what. There is no risk because he has gone before and he goes behind, right? And yeah. he tell he told us that we are the head and not the tail. We're the lender and not the borrower. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're the you know we are co heirs with him. And so if we can really believe these things, uh, it will really change our perspective on our ability and willingness to step out in faith and do these things that certainly to the world look risky. But again, you know, the, the wisdom of the world is foolishness to God and, and that goes both ways. And so, um, you know, I commend you and in this, this journey that you've told, um, is there another story that you're just like dying to tell us? That's probably, that maybe is a little shorter. (laughs) I know my stories are so long, but I love it because it's, (laughs) I mean, he didn't want to be a monk anymore, so it was worth it. Do you have another one? Okay, yeah, I do. I'm trying to think how to give you the short version. But you're going to have to stick around until after this to hear Ashley's last story. Uh, Here's an important announcement about something that's happening on the campus of Indiana Wesleyan University. Hey, everybody, I hope that you are enjoying the second part of our interview with Ashley Nermanath. But now I wanted to take a moment and tell you about an event that is coming to Indiana Wesleyan University. September 27th through the 29th, we are going to be part of a national event called Tent America. Tent America is being put on by... Awaken the Dawn. Awaken the Dawn is an organization that is seeking to mobilize a generation of believers to worship and pray for revival and awakening across our nation. There's going to be a tent on the pack lawn for 50 hours, and we are going to be lifting the name of Jesus high. If you want to be involved, and there's a couple different ways you can do that, send us an email at atdiwu at gmail.com, and we will get you plugged in. Thanks so much, and enjoy the rest of our interview with Ashley. Okay. Um, all right, we're going to jump into it. So in Thailand... <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I, you know, I want to say, like, I really wrestled with the Lord a lot during my trip overseas because you just see a lot of hard things. Mm. <laughs> and for the first time ever in my life did I actually wrestle with the Lord and really ask the question, like, God, are you actually good? Wow. Um, because, yeah, you just see a lot of brokenness and you see a lot of suffering that doesn't make sense to you. And you, you just, as a human, you don't know how to how to take it all in. Yeah. And so I needed to ask these questions. And so um, I was in I was in Serbia the month before Thailand working with refugees from Afghanistan and Pakistan. And that was really life changing. And my heart broke for the refugee. People. And there was some really amazing stories there, too. Yeah, I, you know what, is. Ashley, let's just plant. <laughs> this was the, I was thinking about having this be a two part anyway. 
we're I'm just gonna have to get on your schedule again, and we're gonna do another okay. interview uh, because I feel like there's so much in your story. I mean, they're not just Aww. stories. Uh, because here's the thing, like the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. That's what the word of the mm-hmm. Lord says, and uh, it's, yeah. it's Revelation. T- I can't remember. I can never remember the the reference to it, but um. You know, like as you share the stories and and here's the thing. I mean, this is how Jesus taught too. Jesus told stories, right? And so as you are reviewing what the Lord has done for you, you are opening the way, you are clearing a path for people to walk in the same kind of anointing and power um, and and grace that you carried when you were on the road. So uh, let's just go ahead and say it now. I'm going to have you back on. We're going to hear more stories. We're going to talk to (laughs) Ashley more. But okay, so you're in Thailand. Yeah. Oh, I love this. So, yes, Thailand. So, okay, so Serbia, working refugees. And then I went to Thailand, and we were working um, with, like, sex trafficking in the red light district. And, like, two special places in my heart, you know, that hold a lot of weight. Yep. And for the first time, I'm really, like, seeing it face-to-face and, yeah, working with it firsthand. And so my heart is just, oh, like, breaking. (laughs) Like, Mm. it's never before for these people and really being frustrated and confused with God. I'm like, God, where are you? Like, what are you doing? Like, why do these people have to suffer like this? And, um, yeah, just really wrestling. And, um, there's actually this song I'm going to throw it in there. There's this song called El Shaddai. It's by a band called Dogwood and Holly. And, it's basically the song like El Shaddai, like God Almighty, like where were you when this happened? And like goes through a situation, where was you when this happened? And just like, you know, if you're God Almighty, like what are you doing, you mm. know, in these situations? And then the song switches and he goes, and then God answers me. And then it's as if God is saying, well, where were you when I sent my son down to earth? You know, where were you when I reconciled all these things on the cross? Like, where were you? And, you know, goes through the salvation story of like, I hear you and I see you, but like, I have already claimed victory over this, you know? And, And even though I knew that was all true, my heart was still wrestling. So literally my quiet time, I just, I just didn't know how to have time with the Lord because I was just really struggling. And so my time with the Lord was just listening to that song on repeat and crying <laughs> and just being like, Lord, I know the truth, but I'm still struggling with this, you know? And, but like, help me remember your goodness and the truth in it. So anyways, uh, we're at a night market and we are walking down the street on a mission to buy tie pants for friends back at home, me and my friends. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we, so it's our night off, and we see this man sitting in the middle of the streets, basically where all the all the beggars kind of sit. Yeah, I was gonna say there's um, never there's never a a night off is a misnomer when you're walking yeah, with the Lord. Yeah, you're always on for ministry. You know, ministry's a lifestyle. <laughs> yep. But yes, outside of our structured time, this was our, yeah, our time. That's why we were at the market. (laughs) But um, yeah, you're right. The Lord always gives us opportunities. Um, But yeah, so there is this man sitting in the middle of the street and he had like just tremendous um, burn scars all over his body. And Honestly, it was just really traumatic to look at. Like, he he honestly looked scary to look at. Like, his Mm. face was melted over. His jaw was on one side of his face. He didn't really have, like, 
eyeballs because they were like melted over his eyelids drooped down like his arms and legs were all melted like it was he looked scary and um and he's just sitting there with his can for people to drop money in and i mean there are like hundreds and hundreds of people here at this night market and you know we're all just like walking by and the moment i see him my friend harmony we both make eye contact and we're both thinking the same thing Hmm. and we're just immediately like angry we're like like why is this man suffering like even if he wanted to work a normal job like he couldn't because of his burn marks like you can tell he can't even walk like there's a cane sitting by him because his legs don't work properly because of you know his burn scars and just everything and i mean he's totally blind and and so we both are just like why does this have to happen and so we kind of like pull over to the side of the street and, and our friends like keep walking and and she's just like, Ashley, like, I know God is good. But when I see that, I'm like, I don't understand. Like, how can wow. God be good and let this happen? And hmm. and I, I'm like, girl, I totally get it. I've been wrestling with this same question. And she's like, but like, what do we do with this? And I'm like, I don't I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm really struggling. And and she's like, but, you know, like similar thing like but there's hundreds of people walking by as if he doesn't exist like just totally ignoring his presence hmm. and she's like why do we do that as people and that really struck me because i'm like oh my gosh like i know i totally do that too and i was like you know i think for some people it is because it makes us so uncomfortable and it yeah. forces us to wrestle with those questions and so it's so much easier to just keep walking by and be like oh yeah the tie pants at the next stand like you know Uh like to totally move on and not even entertain those difficult feelings and but i'm like but that's not right like you're absolutely right we shouldn't just walk by and she's like well what do we do (laughs) and i was like um And, and so I was like, you know, like, I mean, I guess we could see if we could pray for him. And, like, mind you, in Thailand, like, we have not met one local person that speaks English. Like, if we've been interacting with the local people, we've had a translator. Okay. And we don't have a translator at this moment. Now, how long have you been there at this point? Um, yeah, so at this point, we had been there at least for two weeks. Okay. I would say it was about the middle of the month. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, honestly... It could have even been three weeks. Yeah, we'd been there for a chunk of time. So, yeah. So, the chances of him speaking English is, like, zero. And <laughs> and then, kind of what I was explaining in the other story of, like, their whole concept of prayer is not a thing because they don't pray. Um, they chant chants. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I very, with very little faith, very, really zero faith, it was kind of just like, okay, like, I guess we could ask if we could pray for him. <laughs> um but said that and so she's like yeah like let's do it so we walk over and i put my hand on his shoulder to let him know that someone was there and i was just like hello like you know my name is ashley this is harmony um and you just kind of introduced ourselves and um and he and he responded and like said hello and I was like, we were just wondering, like, could we pray for you? And, like, remember, I'm, like, expecting him to not even respond. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he, he like, gives it a few seconds. And then he was like, Christian? And we were like, uh, wow. yes, we are Christians. And he said, okay, pray. 
And I was like, wow. what? And so we take turns praying and, you know, I'm, I'm declaring that he is a son of God and that God sees him and um, he has been chosen. And yeah, he is not for God. And even if wow. other people might look over him, like God really sees his heart and wants to, to meet him where he's at. Um, and give him the things that he needs. And then my friend Harmony is praying and um, she's just declaring that when he meets Jesus in heaven, like he will have his new resurrected body mm. and it will be made whole. And, and, you know, I'm keeping my eyes open. It's something I learned at Kingdom Life, <laughs> just, yeah. you know, just being aware of your surroundings. And so my eyes are open this whole time. And, and um, I noticed that like, like kind of what I described before, he doesn't really have eyes, but he has these like drooping eyelids and he, they fill with tears and wow. our harmony is praying for him and they just run down his face. And, and, you know, I'm also just keeping my eye out around the crowd around us. And like, there's literally a crowd who's like stopped and like watching us just like sit in the middle of the street oh my like, around hundreds of people like praying for him. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so and so anyway, so Harmony just seals it in Jesus name. And, and before we could say anything to this man, he responds to our prayer and he says, I want to be more like Jesus. Come on. In perfect English. And I'm like, <laughs> I was shocked. I looked at Harmony and I was like, did he like did he just say what I think? Yeah, like, and like, I literally made him repeat it. I was like, what did you say? <laughs> and he was like, I want to be more like Jesus. Like he's worth it. And I was like, I, I was just so dumbfounded. Wow. But, I was like, we do too. <laughs> he is worth <laughs> and, it. Like, you know, here we are, like on the sidelines, being so angry. We're like, God, like, you know, how could you do this to this man? Like, if you love him, like, he wouldn't be in this situation, you know? And then we ask him if we can pray for him and declare truth over him. And his response is, I want to be more like Jesus. Like, how humbling. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And it was in that moment when I was like, God, you are good. And if this man can declare that and say <laughs> you're worth it, then I can say that. You oh, know, if man. I can be angry on his behalf and then he says that, like, okay. And, but yeah, and then it was really wild because then we just started like asking him just like conversation, like, do you go to church here? Do you have family? And he could not understand anything we were saying. That is like, so he crazy. did not respond to our questions. And, um, like we were both just really confused and we're like, we're like, wait, what? Like, because up until that moment, it was like, he understood everything we said perfectly. Wow. And, and then we just had to like, kind of honestly, awkwardly, like be like, okay, well, it was nice meeting you. Bye. Cause like, he didn't understand what we were yeah. saying. And we're like, did the oh, Lord wow. just translate this? Like we, yeah. we have no idea. An angel um, perhaps. Yes, we actually had said that. <laughs> so, but ironically, we did see him the following week, and my parents came out to visit me, and we, I got to introduce him to my parents, and we got to pray with him again. That's so cool. My parents got to pray with him. Um, but to wrap it up, um, so that day when we got to pray with him, you know, we were just honestly just so shocked by the whole experience and we we went home and me and harmony were the worshipers of the team we'd always stay up super late just worshiping together and we just had a time of worship and we were dialoguing about what the heck happened and she had opened up um, a passage in 
Um, I believe it was in, oh, I think it was Second Peter. Um, but anyways, it was talking about um, just how we will go through the trials and sufferings in life and how these trials mm. would test our faith. Mm. And, um, but nothing is more precious, like even gold, you know, will melt in fire, but nothing is more precious than our faith because even through those trials like we can still hang on to that and god sees that and he honors that and it it even says clearly it's like even though you don't see him you believe him and yeah you know you don't see him you love him and we were reading that harmony found and we were reading that out loud and she's like this is our friend like he is walking in this faith Mm. like he's suffering he's going through the trials but he knows what's around the corner and it's his faith and like the lord's gonna honor that and literally even though he doesn't see him like he knows him and just you know declaring like it is well with your soul Mm -hmm. you know and so we go to an international church then the following morning for sunday morning and i'm sitting in the church service and uh, we sing it is well with my soul during the worship time and i am just sobbing i'm a mess (laughs) because i feel like i am singing that song in like honor of that man i had just met Mm. the night before and just declaring it on his behalf but also he's like teaching me this huge lesson and so anyways i'm just praying or singing the song and crying and then we sit down to have the sermon and the man the, the preacher gets up there and he's like so today i'm gonna talk about how this earth is our temporary home and he opens up the Bible to that exact same passage wow. that we had opened up the night before and declared over this man and prayed over and just gave this whole wow. sermon about this is our temporary home. And yes, like we are going to experience trials and sufferings and pain, but like this isn't our home. Like <laughs> We are going to be reunited with the Lord and he so is going to honor our faith and everything that we have been told, like will become full circle and all of the suffering that we experience, we will be able to stand and be like, it was worth it because like I'm home and wow. I don't have to experience that again. And, and so, yeah, I just, I guess I want to end it with that. Like this is our temporary home and it is so important what we do with it. But our trials and our sufferings are so little in comparison to like the love that the Lord wants to give us. And yeah, the so, things that we get to step into. That is so good. Yeah. So after all of that, what to <laughs> come back to that question I asked at the very beginning, what yeah. is the advice that you yeah. would give? And I'm going to, I'm going to say, um, you know, in like two minutes or less, what is your advice yeah. that you would give 18 year old Ashley about life and, and walking with the Lord? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would say don't be afraid. (laughs) No matter how wild or crazy it looks, always say yes to the Lord. The Mm. Lord always wants to use you. It's just a matter of saying yes to what he's offering right in front of you. That's so good. Yeah. That was even better. That was was only like 20 (laughs) seconds. (laughs) I tried. (laughs) You did a great job. All right. Well, hey, um, like I do with all of my guests, I would, I would like, I would love it if you would close us out in prayer. Yeah. Um, just let the Holy Spirit lead you, and uh, yeah, pray for our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to. <sighs> all right, Heavenly Father, I, I'm just so humbled to be a part of this moment, and it really is so even, just so exciting for me to to share these stories and. Um, to just share what you're doing around the world and what you're doing today and how you want to use us in each and every moment. 
And it is just so humbling that you even want to use us. Like it is an honor to be used, just chosen by you and to be used in these wild ways, God, that would mean nothing without you, but mean everything with you. And so God, I just, I just thank you for who you are and just your faithfulness um, to even just use a woman who's wrestling with her faith and asking, questioning you, pointing her finger at you and being like, where are you? Are you even good? And then in your mercy, showing me that you are. And yeah, just blessing me through this, God. And so I just pray that these stories, God, um, would touch the people they're supposed to touch that um, would inspire people that would give them the traction to see themselves in these stories and not some random girl (laughs) talking over this podcast, God, (laughs) but that they can be chosen and that you are choosing them. And it's just a matter of saying yes to you, God, whatever that looks like, whatever it takes. And even just in the small things, Lord, um, that we say yes to, and you'll, you'll increase that God, our, the grace will just become wider for us to step into to say yes to bigger and bigger things. And so God, I just pray for favor for those who are seeking to go deeper with you and who are yearning to take those risks with you. I just pray that you would give them that path and that you would just give them the wisdom and the discernment to, to just follow your peace, God. And I thank you just for your love. And that's what it's all about, Lord. And so I just pray that every person listening to this would just continue to take that challenge from you to be like, what does love look like today? Yeah. And to really go after that and to just watch their lives transform as they love other people, but also as they learn how to love themselves by receiving love from you, Lord. Um, because it's not about doing ministry for you. It's about doing it with you. And so I just pray that that would just hold true to, to the hearts, God, who are listening to this right now. Yeah. And yeah, I just impart that faith and that risk and that love in Jesus' name. And I thank you so much for this opportunity to just to give you glory and to share your mm. kingdom stories and all of this. Yeah, we just love you so much, Jesus, and we just pray all of this in your name. Amen. Oh, well, Ashley, it's been so much fun. I'm glad that I got to hear these <laughs> stories again and that all of my friends who are listening uh, get to hear it as well. Um, and I mean it, we are going to have you back because I know that there's um, uh, at least one more story. There's another young man you met uh, mm-hmm. who you, I think the world needs. Well, I say the world. I mean, the podcast, once it's online, it is available to the world. I don't know who all is listening, but people need to hear his story, uh, if for no other reason, so that he can have a, a large army praying for him. Um, but uh, for now, we're going to wrap it up. I, I give you um, congratulations. This is the longest podcast interview I've ever done. I'm a talker, hey, so I apologize. Don't apologize at all. I already knew it was going to go long, and I was told, I was planning for it. It was great. So, yeah, well, and for all of our listeners, thanks again for joining us and yeah. for sticking it out to the end. Um, if you have any questions about Ashley's journey or you want to get in contact with Ashley, uh, feel free to send me an email again, spencer.kingdomlifechurch at gmail.com, and I'm sure that I can get you connected there. And until next time, thanks again so much for going in-depth.